Hello, everyone. Welcome to another outrageous podcast from the Ramsden's corporate team. Uh, I say outrageous because this morning I'm going to tell you a story that is so outrageous that it might be true. And I'd like to take you back to the dark days of the end of March 2020, when the United Kingdom had just gone into lockdown and businesses were closing in their droves across the country. And you may not know it, but uh, there is an organization called the Financial Conduct Authority, which regulates the activities of insurers. Uh, I'll call them the FCA in this podcast. And uh, I'd like to take you to the officers of the FCA in a meeting between two figures. We have a very shadowy figure known as the boss, and we have a bright young lad, the boss's assistant, whom we shall call Penfold for the purposes of these discussions. And the boss says to Penfold, well, businesses are closing across the country, so there are going to be a lot of claims under business interruption insurance policies. Just how many of these policies are there, Penfold? And Penfold looks at his notes and says, well, our research suggests that there are 60 insurance companies offering business interruption insurance cover and maybe 700 types of policy in total. And the boss says, how many policyholders? Penfold says, well, we think there's about 370,000. 370,000, says the boss. That's a lot of claims. Well, it is boss, says Penfold, but I've got an idea. Why don't we bring a test case, the FCA, bring a test case against some insurers so that the court can determine the circumstances in which a claim will succeed under these business insurance policies? Um, well, that's very public spirited of your Penfold, but it's going to cost a lot of money, says the boss. Well, three things, boss. First of all, they're insurers, so they can afford it. Secondly, however much it's going to cost them, it's going to cost them less than processing all the claims that we might otherwise have. And thirdly, if it costs them money, they'll just bump up the premiums next year. All right, says the boss, find me some insurers to sue. And this is where it gets a bit strange, because the FCA reckoned that there were 700 policies and 60 insurers, but they brought a case against eight insurers in respect of a total of 21 policies. Now, my friend and partner, Nick Armitage, has done a fairly detailed note on this case, which is the FCA versus Arch Insurance UK Limited and others. You can find that on the Ramsden's website. I'm just going to touch on it very briefly because what it boils down to is that these 21 policies offered by these eight insurers had essentially two clauses. There was a disease clause which said that you got paid out for business interruption by reason of a notifiable disease such as COVID-19 occurring and shutting your business. Or there was a so-called prevention of access clause, 
which said that you were allowed to claim for business interruption losses resulting from public authority intervention preventing or hindering access to your business. And there were some hybrid policies which had um, uh, examples of both clauses in the policy wording. And this case went to the Supreme Court in September of last year. There was an appeal by the insurers uh, in respect of certain matters which was determined in January of this year. And so far as the policy clauses were concerned, they found two things. First of all, they found that um, to claim under the so-called disease provisions, you needed to show that there was an occurrence of COVID-19 within the area laid down by the policy, which isn't very difficult to prove in the United Kingdom these days. And so far as prevention of uh, public uh, access was concerned, the insurers tried to say that they didn't have any liability because when the uh, lockdown was imposed, the lockdown regulations didn't technically have the force of law. And the Court of Appeal said, don't be silly. Uh, the lockdown occurred, businesses were closed. If anybody has the benefit of a uh, prevention of access clause, then they can claim from the date when lockdown was instituted, not from the date upon which the lockdown became law. Now, that's all very nice, but it's not exactly jaw-dropping. I've no idea what the combined legal costs bill for these two actions might be, but I suspect it's well north of a million pounds. And to be honest, if they'd given me the policy documents in a couple of hours, I could have come up with the same conclusions. So what you have really is a very learned dissertation on 21 types of insurance policy. If you're fortunate enough to have one of those insurance policies, then the FCA versus Arch Insurance UK Limited and others will give you a very handy guide as to how that policy is to be construed. But what if you don't? And this is the problem, really, that I suspect most of us face. Because the FCA um, only chose 21 policies, and we don't really know why. The court uh, observed that it had been asked to construe a number of wordings which contain non-damage, what they call extensions, to standard business interruption cover because it seems that standard business interruption cover is linked to damage to the business premises. Since the Court of Appeal decision, I've been asked to review three business interruption policies for clients, and they all had the same problem. You could only claim for loss of income if the business interruption was tied in some way to damage to your property. So, as I said to one client who was a restaurateur, if somebody drove a truck through the front of his restaurant and the restaurant had to close whilst it was repaired, you'd be able to claim business loss, uh, loss of income, business interruption insurance cover would apply for the period of the damage. But the pandemic hasn't occasioned any damage to property. So for most of us, you won't be able to claim. 
and that's the nub of it, really. Uh, FCA versus Arch Insurance UK Limited does not wave a magic wand and create a liability where none existed. Whether you can claim under your business interruption insurance cover depends on the policy wording. And there is no jurisdiction for the English court to substitute um, a commercially uh, different solution for a policy which contains unambiguous wording. So if you're in any doubt as to whether you have business interruption insurance cover, you should uh, probably speak to your insurance broker first. If you don't get any joy there, or you want a second opinion, by all means, let us see your uh, insurance policy and we can give you a view as to whether you've got cover. But I suspect if, that if you have standard business interruption insurance cover, then you're not protected. Sorry about that, but that's the way it is. My name is Stephen Newman. I'm a partner in Ramsden's corporate team. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you haven't enjoyed this podcast, then you've been listening to Danger Mouse and Penfold on the BBC iPlayer. Thank you very much.